why I'm not an atheist. I spent 30 years as an evangelical pastor, had a crisis of faith, considered atheism, but after much debate, research, pondering, prayer, meditation, silence, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't become an atheist. And in today's episode, I'd like to just kind of tell my story of why. Hey, everybody, it's Timmy Gibson here with you for the Timmy Gibson Show. Woo woo. <laughs> Today, I'm going to talk about why I'm not an atheist and just kind of share a little bit about my journey of self-discovery, my journey of religious upbringing, and just kind of my thought process. It's been a journey indeed. I just celebrated my 51st birthday. And this journey, of course, I did do an episode called Escaping Religion, Finding Faith. And I think I did do a little bit of, uh, or told a little bit of my story there. But uh, wanted to take this particular episode to talk a little bit more about uh, just my journey of curiosity and even investigating atheism and ultimately what uh, led me to maintain faith or at least maintain spirituality. Because I, I, I clearly don't resonate with an evangelical fundamental conservative Christian view uh, now, though I do still resonate with this idea of a supreme being, a creator, uh, an architect, a grand designer. And, and of course, at this point right now, and I'm still, I'm still formulating so much of what I do think or do believe, but it's very fluid. I, I no longer have the rigidity. Is that, is that a word? I'm not rigid uh, in my beliefs. There's not this certainty of this one thing is absolutely true. Anything other than this one thing is wrong and not true. And that was part of that was that was actually probably the big part of my journey was kind of getting away from that kind of thinking and I don't have the words to describe or really the intellectual capacity to to uh, maybe explain exactly and I'm sure there's a definition for this but in the world that we live in there are so many things that are uncertain and even frankly unknowable that I find it hard to have any kind of a certainty about things when you just can't be certain. You know, again, this has been a theme of things I've talked about in other episodes, but just when I, when I think about uh, heaven or hell or do they exist? Um, 
you know, was Jesus God? Is the Bible the inspired word of God? Or is it just man's thoughts about God? All those are great questions for which I will tackle and at least give my thoughts on throughout my podcast, because that's kind of, that's, that's my sweet spot, I guess. I mean, it's been my journey. So it's, it's my sweet, you know, I don't know a lot of things, but I know what I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not the most educated person in the world, but I, but I do know what I think. And, and I've learned as of late, that's actually a pretty cool thing that, that I can uh, put into words what I think and what I believe and what I what I think to be true. And I've given lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of thoughts, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours, thousands of hours of thought and study in, uh, as it relates to things of the spirit or things of a religious nature. And, and like I said, in the beginning, I, I did consider atheism and, Frankly, for me, and I know this is kind of a catchphrase or a common phrase uh, when people refer to atheism, but to me, it takes more faith. It would take more faith for me, again, for me, it would take more faith to believe that there is no God than uh, to believe in a God. Now, the big question that many of my friends or the circles I come out of, you know, was, well, what God do you believe in? You know, that like, like, like there's, you know, they're believing in the right one. They want to make sure I believe in the right one. <laughs> and, you know, again, the, just the way my brain works and I don't know how my brain got to where it is today outside of, you know, outside of just uh, deliberate allowing myself to have the questions, allowing myself to have the conversations, allowing myself to read and to study things that weren't in alignment with what I already believed and thought I was convinced of. So that's definitely been a big part of my journey is, is simply just opening my mind and allowing myself to think through things that in times past I would have thought would have been sinful, frankly, uh, inappropriate at, at minimum and have proved for me to take me on a path that I never, ever, ever in a million years would have thought I would have gone down. I, I, I would have never in a million years. Matter of fact, if you'd have told me that I would be believing the way I believe and thinking the way I think, oh, even 10 years ago, <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have thought you were crazy. Seriously. I would have, I would have, I would have labeled you absolutely crazy and, and wrong, you know, crazy and wrong. There's just no way, no way that I would be um, no longer a religious uh, person or, or, or not an evangelical Christian. Um, matter of fact, when I, when I even hear sermons of mine from 10 years ago, I just 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could never preach those sermons again. Now, some of the principles I could, uh, some of the principles of, of kindness and forgiveness and, and grace and mercy and love and charity and generosity and like all those things, I'm 100% still down for all of that. Like that, that stuff to me, at least right now, right? I mean, at least right now, those things are just overriding principles of life that I think are important. You know, whether you believe in Jesus or not, uh, love is a better way. You know, whether you forgive, whether you believe in God or the Bible, um, forgiveness is still an important part of living a human life. And so, you know, those things remain. It's like there's a verse in the Bible that says um, there's faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. And, and, you know, there's, there's certain things that, that don't, in my opinion, don't require a belief in God to believe in. And one of those things, you know, is charity and kindness and all like, I don't like, I don't believe. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't even be able to, de to, to debate this. I just, I just know that what I think that I don't believe that that's necessary, that the a belief in God is necessary in, in subscribing to those attributes or believing in those or living those out. Uh, now, again, I, I, I do believe in God. It's just, I don't know if I believe in, you know, do I believe in the Bible God? I, you know, I struggle with the idea of, any one religion having God defined and figured out, you know, that, that like they've, they've captured the essence of the one true God and have been able to, to put him in a box and build an organization around it and say, this right here is the one true God. I, I struggle with that. <laughs> Really, like I really struggle with that. Um, so when people ask me that, you know, do you believe in the Bible God? You know, do you believe in the Hindu God? Do you believe in the Buddha God? And I just go, yes, uh, yes. Uh, I, I I believe that in in my view, God is undefinable, undescribable, um, undefeatable. <laughs> um, and I don't believe that the Bible God is, is the only uh, description, I guess, if you will. It's, it's the, those that wrote it. It's their thoughts and ideas about who God is or was and, or, you know, is uh, what she was like and so forth. And so I, I believe that all religions capture an essence, maybe or a part of God, but not God in all totality. Uh, I, I just think that God is, is unknowable. I don't, I don't think that we can define God personally. I just don't see how that, excuse me, how that's even possible uh, to define something as great as as God, especially when we think of 
the the entity or the thing or whatever the that created the world and the universe and created galaxies and created planets and stars and the sun and the moon and created all the fish in the sea and all i mean like <laughs> yeah the the just the the thought of oh yeah no we as little humans could you know can can capture the essence of and the totality of of god it just that does not compute in my brain my brain does not allow for that that idea anymore and you know i'll be honest with you it's it, i even as i'm sitting here talking i am am sometimes baffled by my own mind because you know, it wasn't too many years ago that I 100% had it all figured out. I, I, I knew, I knew God though. Let's be honest, you know, and I'm going to do an episode about this, um, probably this week, but just thinking about uh, this whole idea of, of, of a personal, God, that when I pray, he hears me and then moves on my behalf. I, I also struggle with that concept too, though I'm a firm believer in prayer. I'm a firm believer in uh, the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts. I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in uh, the, the power of our thoughts and our words, the power of our actions, the 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 power of meditation um but i don't again and i'm going to do a whole episode about this but i don't view god as this dude up in the sky that's just waiting for me to ask him or her for something and then he then gives it to me and that, that that's clearly not true uh because for every person on the planet that we could ask how prayer worked for you for every person that would say, yes, prayer brought about this miracle or this thing or this situation or this healing or this job or this win, there would equally be a person that would say, I didn't get what I wanted. I didn't get the healing. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the answer. I didn't get the win. Like, so, you know, I, <laughs> When I think of a, of a personal God who's like a Santa Claus in the sky that's answering our prayers, I just don't see that to be true. Like, I don't see that to be true in that context. Again, I believe in prayer. And, I, and I'll uh, when I do that episode, I'll talk about why I believe in prayer and how and why I think it's so powerful, but it's not because I believe we are praying to a personal God who hears us personally and then acts on our behalf. I think the universe is set up to, to um, act on our behalf in certain ways. Um, you know, uh, I do believe in, in the power of, uh, you know, what we seek and what we pursue um, has a greater opportunity to, you know, manifest itself or become yours when you're pursuing it. 
uh, I don't believe things, you know, happen necessarily by accident, even though they're, you know, clearly have experienced luck in my life. You know, I've clearly experienced what I would call a blessing in my life. I mean, I've clearly experienced those kinds of things in my life, but not with any kind of consistency. And what I mean by that is, you know, not, not every time that I've pursued something that I get what I pursued and what I sought to get. Um, I, 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 there's, you know, there's lots of different factors I'm sure that, that are mixed in there for, I would, I would imagine. But just back to this whole idea of, of considering atheism, it, it, for me, and I heard that I'm stealing this, this little story or this little, whatever this is. Um, but if I was walking through the forest and I stumbled upon a Rolex watch, any watch for that matter, I would not think, wow, after millions and billions and billions and billions of years, uh, this watch just grew from the ground. I would instantly think this watch has a designer like this watch has purpose it has meaning like there's there's a story behind this watch there's a designer right there's an architect there's there's an inventor who created this watch and i feel like the atheistic view is saying just that, that there's no designer, that that Rolex watch literally just over millions and billions of years evolved. And, you know, I, I just can't, <laughs> I just can't, I just can't, I just don't see how that's um, plausible. I don't see how, how that at all makes any sense. And for me, again, just for me, no, no, no judgment for those that are atheists. I have some good friends that are atheist and, uh, yeah, you know, God bless them. You know, but I, that, that level of faith, I just don't have, I, I don't have that level of faith. I believe things come from something. And again, when I think of God, I don't, I'm not thinking of this big gray haired bearded man in the sky, like what I feel somewhat is the, the Western God or the Christian God. Um, I, I just don't view, view God that way though. I've wondered what is my view of God is, is this a collective consciousness? Is this a, because, and I dare to, I, I hesitate to say this because this could be construed as construed as pretty weird. Um, but when you think about God, I mean, in one sense, it's alienistic. It's like an alien. And so this supreme being, the creator of life, the creator of the heavens and the earth and the creators of the universe, uh, on one hand, that would, that does seem like an alien. So is God an alien? 
Well, yes, I would say, yeah, I would think so. I mean, alien, meaning he's from out of this world and not of this world. So, yeah, I would think that it is an alien. But now, is you know, is God a, a green, gray, you know, big headed, big eyed, you know, <laughs> no genitals? <laughs> I, I don't know. Nobody knows. Um, right. I mean, it's possible. Uh, I, I, I don't have a view of God being, uh, gender specific. Um, and so I could definitely roll along that line of being, uh, without gender, of course, but is God a form? I don't know. I, I don't know. No one knows. Again, you know, these are things that I'm allowed I've allowed my brain to recognize that I don't know. And that's been probably the biggest part of my journey of, of no longer being a evangelical Christian. It's some of those same principles still ride true within my heart, but with all of it, I have that mindset of, well, I don't know. You know, was Jesus God? I don't know. Was he born of a virgin? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. What do I think? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I know that the principles that I have studied that are uh, considered the, the principles taught by Jesus, totally down. For, for totally down. I love what Jesus stood for. Love it. Love what Jesus stood for. Love the message of Jesus. Um, I just don't view the Jesus or this Jesus in the same way that the majority of Christians uh, view him. So, why am I not an atheist? That's really in short. That's, that's why I, I feel like it's a, it's, it takes more faith to be an atheist. There's too much design in my mind on earth for this to literally be random and just, yeah, without a grand designer, without an architect of some sort. Um, but other than that, to, to be able to define God, to say, I have God figured out, I can, you know, hey, c come sit with me and I'll, I'll tell you all about her. Um, really couldn't do that. I mean, I can give you my life experiences. I could tell you stories. Uh, some of the stories are definitely uh, fanciful. I mean, I could tell you stories that seem extremely magical and they were magical to me at the time. Um, and yet, uh, some things are just random. Let's put it this way. I have known of people who don't believe in God who have had miracles happen. Now, see if a miracle happens to a Christian, we, we as Christians would accredit that to God. God did this. I prayed and God healed and did this and did that. And then even in situations where we do pray for something and we don't get it, 
I mean, I'm, this isn't me now, but used to, you would just define that as, well, God knows better. And he thought I didn't need that. Right. Like it's always, it's, it's like, you can't, <laughs> it's, it's like, if you get the car, it was a blessing from God. If you don't get the car, it was a blessing from God. It's like either way, the way Christians operate typically. And again, I can only talk about from my perspective, from how I was, but that was a true thing. Like if I prayed for a job and I got it, it was God answering my prayer, gave me the job. Yay, God. If I prayed for the job and didn't get the job, God knew best and probably was saving me from a bad job. Therefore, God got me another job still yet yay god um i i literally heard someone say this the other day their uh, a, a family member was really sick and they said they were praying for god to to heal them well that i saw them not too much longer and i asked how that family member was doing and they and and she said well he died and i was like oh you know, i'm sorry to hear that and, and then she went on to say well you know, God needed another angel in heaven and, and it was God's purpose and God's what, and it was just wild. It, it, it's like, it's like, uh, no matter what happens, they, they can put some kind of a spin on it to make it bring them comfort. Uh, I've, I've heard this even within my own, my own family, um, having lost my younger sister, my younger sister died of a drug overdose an accidental drug overdose. And, you know, some people in the family said, well, you know, God knew that she was probably going to have some kind of terrible disease and die a terrible death. So God spared her of a terrible disease death by taking her or essentially, in, you know, let's just be honest, killing her. Like, What? Wait, what? Like, like that's what you have to say in your mind to make sense of this? That is absolutely, in my opinion, now, my opinion, like crazy. That's, that's absolutely insanity that the God of the universe with some seven, eight billion people on earth, and, and you're going to, you're going to, kill somebody take them to quote unquote heaven early because they were going to have a disease and die a terrible death wait but you're god you could have healed them of that disease so that she never would have died that's just that's fucking crazy is what that is like that's literally off the charts in my mind nuts that to think that, to even consider that in, in my mind, people die. That's what happens. People die. People are born and then people die for various reasons. And not every buddy that dies, is there some cosmic divine reason like that? Like, so I personally don't see how someone's mind could even think that or why they would allow themselves to think something like that. And then in my 
thoughts. Why would you serve a God that's killing people? That's the, one of the biggest things I struggled with within the evangelical Christian faith. It's like the God you all serve is a murderer and he's vicious uh, and he seems very uncaring and doesn't seem like he gives a shit about those who are sick and disease stricken and poverty stricken and everything else in on this planet. I I just don't I don't I don't get it. So I, I think that's probably why I don't uh resonate with the Bible God uh as defined in the Bible. I I see people trying to uh, make sense of life and make sense of life and death and disease and suffering. And I, I think that we try to define that. And that's what the Bible is just full of stories of people trying to define, trying to express their feelings and emotions and thoughts about things that are yet still a mystery um yeah god's a mystery and i'm okay with that i'm i'm okay with the mystery of god i'm okay with not having answers i'm okay being a person of faith and considering myself to be spiritual and to be a person who claims to believe in god but not have a definition of god and not having God figured out, not having all the answers that surround this God figure. So, what says what 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 about you? You you're atheist, you agnostic, you you Christian, you religious, you Catholic, you Buddhist, you Hindu. What's your spiritual journey? I'd love to hear from you. Well, with that said. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, Why I'm Not an Atheist, and a little bit more about my journey. Guys, have a great one. God bless you. Peace.